Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Hoopod. My name is Blair Beverage, and thank you for once again tuning in. Before I get into my normal little preamble, I want to point you guys towards a GoFundMe page that Tyrolyn has set up for our fellow co-host, Joey Couture. Now, unfortunately, Joey is in need of some emergency dental surgery, uh, surgery he can't afford. Um, we've put a goal up there of $2,000, and I have to take my hat off to you humans, and specifically former Hoopod guests. Uh, and future Who podcasts as well. You guys have been doing a great job. We've already raised $831 towards the $2,000 USD goal. Uh, that is absolutely wonderful. We've even had Felicia Day donate to this cause. So if you want to be like Felicia, please go to the GoFundMe link that you can find on the Hoopod Twitter and the Hoopod Facebook page. Uh, do what you can, even if it's just signal boosting. Um, we all know that you know money's probably tight all the way around, but anything you guys can do, that would be great. All right, now on to the episode. This week's guest is Kristen Brumley. On the show, we talk about LARPing, we talk about basic adventuring 101, and we talk about Star Wars. As you can imagine, Kristen and I are good friends. We have a lot of uh, common interests. So uh, let's get into it, shall we? Hoopod number 28 with our guest, Kristen Brumley. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Hoopod. My name is Blair Beveridge, and I am joined as a co-host with by Tierlin, lovely Tierlin. Hello. Uh, Joey is hopefully going to be joining us later, uh, but our guest this week is a good friend of mine, Kristen Brumley. Say hi, Kristen Brumley. Hi. Sue so, Kristen. Yes. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Uh, you, you've been a member of this You're supposed to read his mind. Yes. <laughs> oh, did you not oh, know? Oh. Yeah, uh, like, all right, let me go to the PDF and, and look. <laughs> the PDF that was not filled out. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, whatever. <laughs> um, so you, you've been around um, this community. And I'll, and I'll say that you, you've been around as, as the Geek and Sundry community was being built up. Um, so how is it that you found that pre-proto team human community back in the day um it was the vlog search that really um really introduced me to the actual community um because like we all came out of the woodwork and we all had like all these really cool vlogs as part of this contest to basically get on to the geek and sundry channel and uh as part of the contest, we were all like super supportive of each other and learned about each other's interests. And I think, I'm pretty sure that's that was it. It was like, boom, vlogs. Vlog. Vlog. Because like we would do things like make uh, Google Hangouts together and, that's right. and try to support each other and, and uh, advertise each other. And Yeah. Uh, Jens used to do that. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did one like at least once a week. So we, uh, we, it, it's funny how, for just one little easy su- uh, suggestion, she created a community, and, well, I, I, I can't even say he, uh, Felicia created the community. We created the community ourselves. We, uh, you know, we, we did something because we wanted to be a part of her network. But at the end of the day, I mean, Yen's saying, you know what? It doesn't matter if you're not doing well. I want to, I want to get to know who you are. I want to have a hangout and have everyone else, you know, figure out who you are. That was really kind of, if you will, 
the beginning of the, 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 the whole um, Geek and Sundry experiment, uh, experience, the whole human experience, I, I really got to tip my hat to Jens because I think he started what became a beautiful community by just wanting us to get to know each other and, and show each other off. Um, and and I, I love that search. And everyone who's been around since those days all points to that specific search as kind of that launching point that we all, that we joined with. Yeah. Aw, nostalgia. Yeah, back in the day <laughs> when there were vloggers. Back in the day. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that. You're too young to say that. <laughs> I, I'm getting old enough, maybe. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I was back in a day. <laughs> you had a day. Might not be the day. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't back at the dawn of time like you were. No, um... No, no, no. We just know it was dinosaurs at the beginning of time. Right. Blair. Now, this is, I don't know why I never thought of this much growing up, but you know that humankind has existed for what, six, seven thousand years. You know how long dinosaurs lived before they became extinct? Like an obscene amount of time. Yeah, an obscene like, amount of time. Like between like the Jurassic period and like the other periods and the... Yeah. History. History. (laughs) Gosh darn it. (laughs) We as a species, as the dominant species of the planet, um, and I'm going to go on a little bit of a soapbox here, if we don't smarten the F up, we're going to eradicate ourselves in a speck of time comparative to the dinosaurs. Um, Well, did you know uh, there is this theory, sorry to butt in, there's a theory why we haven't met any alien life form, and they believe it's because no... uh, race or species can outlive itself past a certain point so they say once technology reaches a certain point we'll end up uh wiping ourselves out with it accidentally there's lots of theories though of why we haven't actually met aliens like they're very intriguing when you have like that (laughs) particular because it kind of blows your mind because then it goes into like other theories of like what if we're all just a simulation like a really good simulation and then you're just like your brain kind of melts yeah that's um elon musk's theory i think that's i think that's the one so yeah yeah. like that that one that one uh i was talking one night with my friend eric and it was just like he brought that up to me and i i I think I, I had to leave and go home and like go to bed and and just sort of soak it in. Like, <laughs> well, it, it's almost like you want to walk over to the Wachowski, I guess now sister's house, knock on the door and say, "What the fuck, guys? <laughs> you created a movie that may exist in real. What the fuck, guys or girls or now? Because I think they're they uh. they've both transitioned over to to women. So I don't even know what to call the Wachowski. I guess the Wachowskis. I just call them the Wachowskis. But um, there you go. I mean, that that's the matrix. We, we are a simulation. We are a battery. We are in this kind of fake world. And, and I remember and that was what drew me into the matrix is I looked at this and I go, that's kind of probable. If, if you know, I, I've, I have a theory that there are alien races. I think it's ignorant not to. And they're probably looking at us. And I'm going to use some some Australian str- slang here, but they probably think we're a bunch of bogans everywhere. Um, oh, totally. Just like, uh, they just, they don't really get it. I mean, why should we waste our time on, on them? They're going to kill themselves off in, in a, you know, a millennia or so. So w- why bother? Um, and it's, it's sad to me because there's just so much that we have yet to explore. I mean, when, when 
when, when the earth was kind of our entire world, if you will, that was exciting for explorers uh, to go out and, and find new, new continents and new peoples. And, and, you know, that's why I love Star Trek. You watch Star Trek and they're like discovering the universe still. Uh, all right. Um, go ahead. No, no, no. Go on. No, I was about to change. Please speak on the subject. No, that was it. No. That, I was just like, so transition. Transition time. <laughs> So uh, Kristen runs a company. She's self-employed, and she does cool shit. So why don't you tell us about uh, Cake Gollum Productions? Cake Gollum Productions was named after the villainish sort of sort of villainous creature that I created in one of my very first LARP games uh, that I was running, um, where a cake became alive. As a cake golem, um, and so it just has a very special place in my heart for my 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 company that I I have created that does marketing for geeks. Um, so it's 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 like being able to uh, take my passions uh, in order to help other people and their and, and reach their their passions. Uh, so I I do things like. Um, kickstarters and different like you know crowdfunding campaigns for uh other geeks right now i'm working on one uh for a comic book artist uh he's he's uh he's doing a comic called werewolf run which is pretty cool um and i also work with like a gaming company and uh, a larp equipment company over in denmark and uh i've i've worked with a few larps and uh, but th- but then what it also allows me to do is to create my own awesome content, uh, specifically about LARP because I you know I just keep saying LARP 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 that's my thing. Um, so Basic Adventuring One Hundred and One is my web series about LARP that is produced by Kate Collin Productions, and that is my baby. That is my pride. It's yeah, I kind of like it myself. I gotta say, <laughs> I gotta say, I'm a fan. <laughs> Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Number one thing is people don't believe it's me until I use my normal voice. Um and even then they're still they still don't know until you see me in the other makeup. The 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 the, <laughs> the, the like the, the terrible yep. <laughs> the out of game the, the uh, out of LARPO vision as we call it. I'll, I'll give a little bit there's nothing to, this won't spoil anything a little bit about behind scenes uh um, knowledge here the first thing we filmed was the tent scene um where i was just kind of explaining to Kristen um about how to cast the spells and she showed she had to show me what i had to show her in in the show and that was the stuffing of the packets between your fingers she goes this is what they do you hold it like this i'm like oh she goes, just give me some of them don't give me all of them oh okay but that was the very first scene i had to film for basic adventuring and we ended up having to reshoot it and oh my god i'm glad we did because I was not good. <laughs> I was not good at all. No, I, you know, I, I, I could look back at that, and I remember leaving that scene going, well, I kind of hope we reshoot that one. <laughs> I mean, it was good It was good that I got to get my nerves out, that I got to get mm-hmm. used to, you know, Maddie right in there with the camera and, and what it was going to be like. Because the, the next day is when I was in full makeup, and then we did a huge day, the second day. Um, and I was ready at that point. I think I was, you know, I was much better, uh, that second day. And, and, and then we ended up having to reshoot the tent scene because Brian, um, Eric, 
uh, wasn't uh, wasn't wasn't present, so we needed to shoot with him, and, and that was good. I was glad that we did that. Are you anything? It was like so me? hot, though. Oh, so, sorry. Okay. Uh, are you anything like me, where you feel that you overact the first scene? Oh, I did the opposite. I was like, I didn't want to overact, and I think I was just like, rrr, 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 rrr. Um, so yeah, I was, pre- I was, I, I was, I wasn't very good. Um, but it was again the first time I had been placed in that kind of scenario and I didn't want to be I lived with a guy when I was about 20 years old that used to do extra work all the time and and, you know I'd seen him in a couple of the things that he did and he was the background guy and he had to react to things and he would be super overreacting to things I was going oh that's just so wrong you know and and when I I took the acting class they they always said is you know when you're doing theater be big be loud be kind of crazy but when you're doing TV related stuff or, or web related stuff, just be more normal. And I just, I think I wasn't, I was too far the other way that first well, time. See that, that's the thing because I do a lot of theater work. So I'm used to being over the top. So as soon as the camera's in my face, I turn into Jim Carrey for the first take. <laughs> and then I just have to go, whoa, 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 whoa. Just calm down. Well, but it works for like things like vlogging, yes. especially yeah. like you have to be over the top with, with a vlog because it's supposed to be quick and you need to be like interesting. Like yeah. <laughs> Things that I learned the most were, first of all, I now understand about the value of doing things with other people because I've been doing a lot of stuff where it's, you know, me talking to the camera or, or just me by myself um, talking to the camera. And when you don't have people to play off of, uh, it's harder. Like I found it so much easier and I got so much more into the character of the Goblin Shaman once the other Foxdales were in the room. Um, I, I just, you know, like I'd be sitting there and, and Chloe, who plays uh, Abigail slash, oh, I'm blanking. Tasha. Tasha, thank you. Tasha, so ta- you got it. And she's like giving me cut eye because she has a hate for goblins. And, and I, I fed off that when she did that to me. I was just like, oh, I'll glower back at you. Yeah, let's do, you know, sort of idea. And it was just just having that, being able to do that. I'd heard that a hundred times from people who do this all the time. I'd never experienced it before. Uh, it was really cool. Yeah. When you're around yeah, other people yeah. who are good actors, you don't need to act. It just comes really naturally. And your cast is good, Kristen. They really are. They are. Like, I just, they are. Gosh darn it. And they're such, like, they're, they're my friends. They're my family, I feel like, in so many ways. Um, I've been on sets where, you know, you kind of get through, um, you get through your the filming, and by the end, you're pretty you you're happy to be going home and not seeing those people again. <laughs> um, but this is one that I, that even if we had, you know, we were all a lot of people in a tiny amount of space, but, like, I still went away from it feeling like I liked these people. <laughs> I think the time of the shooting, the shooting length was about as long as I think we could have gone without things starting to arise. Because there, 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 <laughs> there were some chinks in the armor getting near the end, but I think it took one or two days for those chinks to go away. Um, yeah. In, in the, everybody was just like, I, I missed the bread, you know, that's <laughs> an example. The bread. Yeah. I mean, lots of things. I mean, it was it was a good group, and I'm looking forward to getting everyone together again. Hopefully, this next year. It seems to be a, a trend of us producing it every other year at this point. But you know what? That's cool. It, it happens when it happens. It's it's probably not a bad idea to be honest. Um, when when you were originally stating that we might reshoot this summer, I was kind of like going, 
oh, I don't know if I can do that. Um, hmm. And it might be tough because the show is still going to be airing during that time. And what if people don't like it? And then be, uh, but it, you know, it all kind of, I think, works out better in this, this scenario. And uh, I'm not going to talk about any behind the scenes secrets or anything, but I like the where, where we're going in terms of, you know, the filming schedule and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Basic Adventuring. Pretty cool. If you guys haven't checked it out, basicadventuring101.com. Mm-hmm. I, I, say, yeah. I say it on most podcasts. Uh, not, not all. <laughs> um, well, you're like our, one of our biggest fans, Blair, and I'm so happy that you're part of it because it's just you you are such such a pleasure. Oh, thank you for that. Um, the, the, the short stir story of it all was I was on the Geek and Sundry forums one day and I'd started doing the webisode watch, the show where I interview people doing, you know, web, web content, digital content. And Kristen comes on and she goes, Hey, I got a pilot for a web series. I'd really love it if you guys could check it out. And I was like, well, I like Kristen, you know, I'll check out her thing. I mean, in most cases, it, it, back in those days, I mean, especially with the vlogs, a lot of us were in the infancy and on how to use a camera properly and, and, and to, you know, we, you know, I was all for, you know, keeping people going and, and making sure that, you know, I like what you're doing, you know, we, we could all get better together. But I, when I actually saw Basic Adventuring, which I know was kickstarted, the pilot was kickstarted, so it had some cash behind it, I was super impressed, like instantly impressed, like, whoa it's it's very good (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh my god and then i'm like Kristen, hi yeah you know we've spoken a few times yeah i do a thing would you like to do the thing with me and um (laughs) and you're like yeah let's do the thing Uh, (laughs) and it just i've i've loved it ever since and i think the toughest part was and, and it is i guess to a point still um, is, is, you know, when I was brought on board a, a, as a member of the cast, we were sent the script and I got to see the story and I was just like, Oh, I want to tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After you had signed an NDA. <laughs> after I was locked and, and I was going to get taken to the cleaners. Like, yeah, but now I got the keys to the castle, but no, I just, because <laughs> I, I loved, I loved the story. I loved, I thought Liz did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for season two. Can't tell you anything because I'm not gonna spoil it. But I I can't wait for people uh, to see the last episode. To, to be honest, there's oh my gosh, I, 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 yeah, that's coming out. I don't even want to. I, I I don't even think I can say. <laughs> so I'm not going no. to say. No, no, it's gonna be cool. The thing is, our last episode, which isn't out yet, because it is. I'm sorry, but there are so many special effects in it. Um, because it's a big boss fight. Like, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> it's, it's like, we finally got to the big bad and, uh, there's magic and other like arrows flying through the air. And, um, so it just, it took a lot more time and there's color correction still to be done. And the sound needs to be smoothed, <laughs> edited. Um, but, uh. It, it's going to be worth the wait for sure. Now, Terrilyn, you, uh, you put on a lot of productions, um, theater-related productions. And, I was about to um, say, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. Um, and <coughs> Oh, yeah, that one hurt. Um, but, like, I, I see your stress level going up just, you know, just before you're, you, you, you had to, you just did a show recently, so... 
um, and, and and you're you know you're pretty laissez faire, you're pretty chill, um, but you know I was like, ooh, Terlin's on a whole other level. How how is the whole process for you um, for building a show and then you know presenting it to an entire city in your case? Um, yeah, stressful. I didn't realize that it was that noticeable. So sorry about that. <laughs> um, oh, don't apologize. So usually every time I have an idea, I plan things for about three years in advance. So I just had this concept, but while that was happening, I already had next year planned and the year after that. So I have to try and put those ideas aside and just focus on the one that I'm working on. And I usually start off because we do everything. We sing, we dance, we act. I will start off with them learning the dance moves first because while they're dancing, they're listening to the lyrics. So the song lyrics will kind of get stuck in their heads and the dance moves can remind them of that. Then what I do is, yeah, and down the track then I sit them all down and we have singing lessons and we learn how to sing the song. Where do we want to harmonize? Do we do it in a jazzy way? Do we do it? Do we belt it? Do we do falsetto? And often what I'll do in uh, cases where they're dancing is I'll pre-record them in a studio so that way they're less likely to be out of breath while they're dancing and then they can sing over their own voices and it just sounds so much better then once that's all sorted and the routines are finished then they get their scripts and they learn their lines and we meet once a week twice a week three times a week how many ever many times we need and then yeah the exciting and stressful (laughs) d-day arrives And it's always that first run through is where you start going, oh my God, what have I done? No one's putting any effort into it. But then when you actually get to the day and push comes to shove and they have to perform, it's just amazing. And there's no other feeling quite like it because you get to see the audience's reaction right there and then, and you get to feed off it. Um, And I love film and I love watching it, but I guess that's the one difference is you don't get to see the audience's reaction straight away. There's that little bit of wondering if what you're putting across is going to come through the screen, if that makes sense. Totally. But, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I think acting for screen I prefer, but just because it's less stressful in a way, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's because when I'm acting for film, I'm just doing the acting. I'm not actually doing all the producing and the directing and stuff. I get to just chill around and wait, but um, yeah, that's my stressful story. How did you get started in, in, I guess, performing, Kristen? Because uh, I, I'm pretty sure you, along with most of the cast, are at least double threats. Um, yeah, I, I started in theater, actually. I was a wee, a wee lass and uh, started in community theater and um, continued doing it all through college, actually. Um, but then I, I learned that I could be more creative with a camera because um, I didn't need a giant cast to put on something like in theater, especially musicals. So that's my love. Um, I could just have like my camera and a few people and we could create a story and uh, it, it kind of shifted that way. Um, although I, I still love singing. I still love being on stage. Um, because it's different though. Like that feeling between like, you know, having a camera in front of you and you're acting versus like the, 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 that feeling of being on a stage in front of like an audience is so different. Yeah. And yeah. I've only ever dealt with it in a small regard. Um, like when I was doing our 
the, the classes we did kind of a theater sketch at the end and um, I actually had to block the audience out like I had to pretend as if they weren't there and that and that worked for me like I wasn't I, I wasn't performing for them but I was aware that they were there if that makes any sense um, where I had to be but I just I found myself overthinking things instead of just kind of feeling it like I wasn't when I was rehearsing um, I, I can understand where people can draw from the crowd especially if they're getting positive feedback um, but silence to me is 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 death deafening that's when it gets into my head even if they're supposed to be silent you know so I, I learned pretty quickly and and the thing I was doing to just pr pretend like they weren't even there and that helps you know I focused on the scene I focused on the guy I was in the scene with and just kind of dealing with him and um, I, I guess everybody does it differently though I mean I, I can totally see I, I've seen people feed off of an audience and they just they draw from it and and they become better because of it um, mm -hmm. whereas yeah um, well cause, I mean for me though it's the nervous energy like it's it's the like you know that stage fright basically <laughs> which like feeds into the the I, I don't know the 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 desire to do well I guess Definitely. From a choreographer's perspective, there's something really special about when you've put together a really um, deep piece, because again, I do the singing and the dancing and the audience doesn't know what to do straight away. There is that moment of silence where they just sort of don't know, do they clap? Do they cheer? Do they cry? Um, I did one piece and I'll put it up on YouTube soon where it's actually about depression and it's to that song, uh, Big Girls Cry by Sia. And it's just, oh, the kids do an amazing job. I really can't wait to show everyone. And I look through the curtain, like you can sort of see the audience, at least half of it, and their faces, like they were just so involved because I think everyone has, you know, felt that way at some time in their lives. And there was that moment when the curtains were closing where nobody clapped just because they were still so engrossed in what was happening. So, um, yeah, it's just... It's a magical world that we do get the chance to show how we're feeling through art. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I want to do it more. Like, I've never been yeah. more terrified in my life than I have been when I'm, you know, acting. And I just... <laughs> Let's do more of that. But, <laughs> pushing, but pushing. It's, it's, but it's, you know, the yeah. fact that I'm willing to do it and the fact that I'm willing to take it on and then what you feel like afterwards is just that super sense of accomplishment um, I, I, you know, I, I, was it Roosevelt, Eleanor Roosevelt that says, do something that scares the crap out of you every day. Um, yeah. and that is the, that the top of my list of things that scared the crap out of me. I remember the very first webisode watch show or webisode watch show, not, not the racist term, um, that I, I did. I was terrified so much so that I actually left work half a day because I needed to compose myself. <laughs> Oh. You know, and it was just because it was the first time I did that. And then after a couple of those, I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. Um, and, that is adorable. You know, and when my very first acting class, I, I showed up and I'm like, man, these guys are all going to know what they're doing. And I get into the class going, well, no, it's a beginner's class. There'll be a lot of people who've never done this before. I was the only rookie. Everyone else had done not only 
acting before, but you know they'd done this class before, and the only reason why they were in it because they added a new component to the class, and I was just like, oh my god, this is going to suck. But they're very welcoming, and they were very, and I and I got that sense of community you hear about in, in you know the, the theater community, if you will, where people are like, mm. you know what, we know how hard this is, we understand what it's like to put yourself out there, um, and we get it, and you're new at this, and we were once new too, and. I had a good experience, you know. I've I've heard some horror stories with acting classes, mainly from seasoned actors, mind you. Um, you know, that are trying to refine their skills, as opposed to intro classes. And and I should have known better, but it was, ooh, that was terrifying. That was the most scared I've been in a long time, <laughs> going into those classes. But I love them, absolutely love them. All right, Kristen, you've mentioned it a few times, your love of LARP. So why don't you take us on the journey of how you found LARP and how it made you feel and why, why it is, if, if not one of, your, your greatest passions. LARP stands for Live Action Roleplay. And it is something that I started in 2009. I had just been studying in Japan for college and I had returned home to uh, Culture Shock which they don't tell you that you get that on the way there and back. <laughs> um, but when you come back, there's there's culture shock in that you expect things to be the way that they were and they've changed um, little things. So like I, my best friend that I had had for years, I came back home and we were no longer friends. I mean, there were like things like that. And so I needed something that summer that I was like, all right, I need something crazy. I need to do the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Well, maybe not the ever heard of, but something really crazy. Because I need to like, I need to get through this this funk or find new people and do something cool. So I found this thing on the internet on the interwebs uh, called Nero, which is uh, a Mm, it's like a franchise of LARPs in the U.S. And um, they had an event in maybe like maybe like two hours away from where my house was, an hour and a half. And I I was like, okay, I'm going. I I put together a costume. I made myself a character, and I drove there by myself. <laughs> Like two hours away from my house in the middle of like cornfield, Ohio. I, you know, I didn't know anybody there, not a soul. And I mean, in retrospect, that's terrifying, <laughs> I guess. Um, maybe not the best choice. <laughs> but uh, it ended up being amazing because the moment I got there, I was extremely like I was welcomed by these these people that would become some of my very best friends. Um, I, I found like my mentor there. I found like the, these people I, I have gone to war with and fought by their sides, defending the lands and the kingdoms. And uh, <laughs> it, it, I mean, just, I, I created a character and I, I, I found it to be a, a hobby where I was learning more about myself rather than escaping from myself. Um, I was uh, challenging me 
and getting to do it with very supportive people who were super enthusiastic about fighting people with foam weapons. <laughs> it's something I've I've come to realize because I'm very new to this game and and uh, you're you and in, in this adventure I've taken because of you is, are a big part of this is that I'm finding when I'm doing this role playing thing is I I take an aspect of myself and build something around it. I don't take something that is so not me. It's like I'm taking a little bit of me and I'm going, okay, we're going to blow this up and see what happens to it. And and I've, I, I, can, I can understand what you're saying where you can under, you learn more about yourself by doing that because you're taking something that you've always just kind of had in your back pocket and you're now putting it on a screen or you're, you're bringing it to life. Absolutely. And, and I've actually done it on purpose in some ways where it's like, I need to work on my ability to stand up for myself. So I will make a character that is going to, by golly, stand up for herself all the time. And, and um, I, sometimes I even take it like to the extreme. So um, like I made a character that was super narcissistic because that, that bothered me. Like that's hard for me um, to do. Uh, especially at that point in my life, I was really putting myself down. So I, I made a character that was like, I'm the best. Nobody better tell me that I'm not the best at what, I, I don't know, whatever. And uh, it actually was super annoying and hard and um, still a very great lesson for me. Uh, and, and, and that's what LARP can do for people. It can help you with your social skills. It can help you to, uh, work on parts that you feel like need improving, or it's, it's just sort of a fun experiment. <laughs> uh, I, I like what would happen if I were evil <laughs> and then making that character, uh, uh <laughs> So uh, let's let's change gears a little bit here, not too much, and, and talk about San Diego Comic-Con. Um, this year, both Kristen and I were able to attend. She, she's the reason why I was able to attend, at least in the inside of the convention. Um, you got to, and both of you actually got to, to speak on a panel uh, this year. I, was this your first panel, uh, the one at San Diego, or you just your first San Diego panel? It was my first San Diego panel. Right. Um, yeah. and, and so you, you were speaking, uh, it was, it was about LARPing, but I don't remember the title specifically. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> you were. Yeah. I remember you specifically. Uh, it, uh, golly, I don't even remember what the title was, but it was basically like live action role play. Terrilyn spoke on her. What is it? Terrilyn spoke on her <laughs> first panel this year at, at Oz Comic Con and she was really nervous of the, of the whole experience. And you said, yeah, it ended up being great. Right, Chris, uh, Terrilyn? The best thing ever. Oh my God, Kristen, we're twinsies. <laughs> we just become yes. best friends. <laughs> but no, yeah, I was a wreck before I went on. I wanted to throw up everywhere. But once I was up there, oh, I didn't want to get down. I, I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. There, there were a lot of people on my panel, but I think I took, I t I took a lot of time uh, out of everybody who was up there. <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I was just so enthusiastic. I don't know. Uh, it it was good, and 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 I could I could tell that was probably a moment, and I and I wasn't there to see yours, Tierlin, but it probably felt like the time flew by because I know with with Kristen's panel, I was like, we've been an hour already. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but uh, part of the whole 
San Diego machine, uh, if, if you will, is, is getting to know a lot of the other people that you get to see online all the time. And, and, and in San Diego in particular, we had a, a large amount of the Team Human crew there. I, I was doing interviews. And if I had interviewed or even asked to interview even a, a third of the people that I did, I would have had at least 15, 20 more interviews. There were so many humans there. And there was you you got to you got to meet Felicia and uh, I, I got to overhear the conversation, which was super sweet. If you want to talk about that experience. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what I told her because I was so like, I don't get super tongue tied when I meet people. Uh, I like to think I'm fairly, fairly like socially skilled. But meeting Felicia just made me like my tongue just like bleh. Um, like where I, I think I I first well first of all I was cosplaying as my uh, my Khajiit mm -hmm. so I don't look like me <laughs> at all but um, I think I, I first talked to her and I had to start over I literally had to like stop and say I'm sorry one moment and I had to take like a moment like just to breathe um, but I I told her about the guild and how it was something I had seen my freshman year of college and it had actually influenced my entire career path. It had been something at that time there really were not web series out. It was the very beginning of them, uh, and YouTube was still it was it had been around, but it was it's it was it was a baby, little baby YouTube. Um, before Google owned it, I believe. Yep. And um, it was still its own entity. And I, and I saw that this this web series was a thing. And I re like I went into my um, my advisor's like office the next day and I was like, I want to make internet videos for a living. And he, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he told me to prepare to live with my parents. And, uh, but hey, that I could do that. I could do whatever I wanted. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah. it was really sweet. I mean, you, you got to the, the meat of it where you just said, you know, well, thank you so much. And, you know, this is my chosen career. And, and a lot of it is to do with the guild. And, um, yeah, it, it's really cool to be able to see those, those moments and, and, uh, you know, and, and especially when they're genuine, like I, the very first time, uh, Momo was recognized in, in, I was, I was, we were at Fan Expo in Toronto and this girl just melted in front of her. And it was just the first time I'd ever seen somebody actually lose it over somebody before. <laughs> um, it's a weird experience. It really was because this, this girl was like, oh, I like your aerial co uh, costume. Can I get a picture? And then for the first time, I guess she looked her in the face and she's like, you're Momo O'Brien. <laughs> and then she started to cry. And, 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 and Momo was looking at me. She goes, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I'm like, just be nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. like, I, it, just to see those experiences... I mean, th those are real. Those are real moments, and and to see, especially, uh, I would have to presume she's she's, uh, if not one of your idols, something that would be akin to the one for you. And I just, yeah, I thought that was really sweet. And and Felicia is as advertised. She is super nice. She took time for each and every one of us. There was a lot of us there. Yeah, and she came out and said hello to everybody and and had a meaningful conversation. And I mean, we 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 surround this community because of our leadership within it and she's at the top of that pyramid and she does an absolutely great job yes 
All right, so you, you like other things beyond LARP, and I know of at least one more. We've, we've spoken <laughs> about it at length in the past, um, but, but tell me about Star Wars. Star Wars! Okay, I don't have to actually sing the theme song or anything. We can wait, but... go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, Star Wars is one of my it is really my fandom i am i am starting to build a captain phasma cosplay oh. uh, i say that i've really just gotten but like a few materials and i'm making plans evil plans but uh it it is a a universe of great storytelling that has also, uh, there's just so many relationships that have cr been created in my life because of Star Wars. <laughs> so it makes it m way more meaningful than just like a story, I guess, in that way. Like I, I met my boyfriend because I was playing uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Um, and I, uh, like my dad and I, it's like one of the, the, <laughs> the few things that we actually share in interests is star wars like he he went and saw saw the latest star wars movie with me which he never goes to the movies but he went with me to that movie and like to me that's like a huge deal um so it's it's just it's i think it's the relationships that surround star wars more than anything other than the fact that it is also really fun and like you know tabletop role-playing games off of it and, i mean there's just so many fun things I mean, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, anyone who has listened to any of the Force Ghost podcasts know that this is something that means a lot to me. And, and, and a lot of it is to do with the relationships. Um, I, I can relate to a lot of the things going on in the movie, but I have built friends through the toys, through the card games, mm -hmm. through the video games, through the role-playing games. Like, every time I try something else in the Star Wars universe, I, I make a friend. And, you know, people that become very important in my life and, and, and you know, right through. I mean, there's just people I still, you know, eat, I, I talk with as often as I can that, that I met through Star Wars. Uh, I have a groomsman I met through Star Wars. I mean, it's, um, it, it binds the universe together. <laughs> it does. The force is strong oh, with us. Oh, God. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> um, Tierlin, you're of, of the younger generation. Um how I mean, you, you. I guess you were growing up in the prequel days. If, is that fair to say? Yeah, and I didn't care for them. And that's no. Most people didn't. But no. <laughs> I mean, having grown up in that time frame, how how did did Star Wars just seem overhyped to you because of how you know what you were exposed to when you did see it? Yeah, I think I was about eight maybe when the first one came out and I remember everyone hating Jar Jar Binks, but I loved him <laughs> because I was a child <laughs> yeah. and I thought he was cute in those big ears. But, um, for me, I, I'll be honest, I actually haven't seen the original Star Wars because I didn't enjoy the prequels because I was of that generation That's fine. and I'm at that point. Yeah. But I'm at that point where I've seen so many parodies like Blue Harvest, that I almost don't feel the need to watch the originals because I know exactly what happens. I know that Han shot first, and I've never even seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, depends on the version you see. It's <laughs> yeah. true. Um, it is. That, you, you hear, I'm not going to dive into it. I'll be here all day. But um, you saw, I presume you've seen the latest one. I actually haven't. 
okay, yeah, religious enough. pride. But I will, I will. It's on my no. list. I, I, oh, that's that's fair. I don't, I don't want to push this on to you, but um, I, I wouldn't <laughs> worry. Pressure, <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much about any of the ones that have gone in the past for people who haven't seen them at this point. If if you if you watch episode seven and you really like it, you might want a little bit of backstory, but you probably don't need a bunch of it to be honest. And the way the Star Wars universe is moving, it's moving forward in in a very strong way. Um, this this is this is a whole new generation for people who have never seen it before and i'm excited for them because i thought that that first movie was an incredible launching point and you have an incredible lead actress uh, who did a great job um, and i think she's going to do a lot to carry this season, this series forward as as long as you know she's willing to do it i think that it's going to be in good hands uh, because that character that she, that of Ray is is unbelievable, and I think something that uh, a lot of people, not just you know young girls, but a lot of people will will gravitate towards because she's just a great character. Beyond LARP and the Star Wars, um, you know, I guess I guess a little bit of the acting too. Is do you have any other passions that uh, I may not be aware of? Hema. Hema. His Yes, well, historical European martial arts. I didn't know about um, that. I didn't lead in with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I fight with a longsword for realsies. I go to tournaments around the U.S. and I fight people in a ring to the death. No, not to the death. But <laughs> we, uh, we practice the actual martial art from the medieval and renaissance well predominantly the renaissance specifically uh, the italian and the german manuals that were written uh, during the time period so we take these manuals that were written by the masters and we interpret them and we practice from them uh, in order to essentially learn how to kill people with swords uh, not not that we condone killing people with swords, but uh, I mean, that's really the idea behind a martial arts is defending yourself. So that, that's what we do. And, and this is this is no joke either. I mean, you're you're fighting people much larger than yourself who are not taking it easy on you. Almost 100 percent of them are bigger than me. Yeah. Um, unless I'm in the women's tournament, which I usually do both. But. Uh, the open, which is both women and men, and then uh, we usually have women tournament tournaments. So uh, it's a, it's a little our sizes are a little more uh, consistent. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty cool. Like we we do obviously a little bit of combat on the show, and we have a um, the basic event training, and we have a uh, stage combat. Um, a f fight choreographer is that the right term for? Yeah, um, yeah, that works. So you know we obviously. P w w I shouldn't say weeks. It's not me, but the the cast practices with with uh, one type of of weapon, and then when they're filming the scenes, you know they're dulled, but they're real steel that they're using out there. And, yeah. And uh, it's it's no joke. And and when a lot of people were practicing, most people were just kind of going, "Yeah, we're, we'll stay away from Kristen." You know, he's, uh, he's kind of. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you notice like. Echo never actually <laughs> fight sword fights. Which is irritating <laughs> because you'd be very good at it. Like, well, you know, there's season two. But, uh, of course, I yeah, teach her to be a true. magic user. Stupid goblin. Um, yeah, what, what's up with that? <laughs> and that we actually have another stage combat uh, veteran uh, 
and we put a bow in his hand. <laughs> yeah, we did. I don't know. I mean, in retrospect, maybe not the best choices, but we'll, we'll have to. It get... just it leaves more for season two. <laughs> they have to get uh, Ranger doing some dual wielding long blades. Cause... Oh yeah, like ah, oh, dude, <laughs> for sure. Actually, it's really hard though to go from stage combat, like switching between stage combat and actual martial arts, yeah. uh, and also from that to LARPing. All of them are very different. And require, like, you learn, you, you're you basically trying to get muscle memory um, into these different drills. And sometimes the muscle memory would cause somebody to become very injured in a LARP or in a stage combat situation. Yeah. Uh, so it it's actually a challenge for me specifically uh, to be in all three worlds. I, I would imagine so, because you also don't want to get into the habit of of erasing that muscle memory or the whole you know sword fighting thing goes out the window uh, right so that's the i don't i do not envy you there no <laughs> uh my my technique thus far has been that i will not stage combat with uh with a long sword so um i i only i i only do one hand stuff at the moment uh for that reason because i i'm afraid i will actually clock somebody upside the head with a long sword <laughs> all right Terilyn, you got the rapid fire ready for us i do indeed this feels so weird doing joey's part it's okay so jump on in we'll do some rapid fire and some suggestion section all righty let's do this the all right question. all right you ready you ready to be I'm rapid? ready ready to so... be fired <laughs> yeah no <laughs> <laughs> If you could switch, <laughs> if you could switch bodies with someone for one day, who would it be? Captain America. Okay, why? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh golly, that would be the weirdest experience, actually. It would be for many he's reasons. A guy <laughs> for so many things. But well, then I'd get to have the experience of being in a guy's body, so I would know what that was like. Okay, and then, that takes one um, box. But it, but it's also like the ultimate, like the 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 paradigm, like this is <laughs> the ultimate example of a man of a man's body. So it's like, yeah, don't be too disappointed that. with the rest of us, though. <laughs> That's a high bar. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and plus, you know, Captain America is pretty cool. So I get you got to carry that shield away, like around all the time. Wouldn't that get annoying? Because I get annoyed just carrying a purse. Let alone a big shield. <laughs> uh, it, it's, but it's a special shield. Clip it on your back. <laughs> yeah, he clips it on his back all the time. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, look, Captain America it is. <laughs> all right. All right. What is your favorite TV show of all time? Scrubs. Yes. I love Scrubs. Oh, it is epic. I watch Scrubs when I need to, like, need a pick-me-up when I need, like... A serious moment. Like, I mean, you could have scrubs for any moment in your life and it would be appropriate. <laughs> That's the tagline it needs. <laughs> I yes. actually saw Dr. Cox oh. in a new sitcom and I don't know what it was. What? It was one of those late night, midnight sitcoms. But yeah, oh. it, it wasn't great, but I liked it because yeah. he was in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do miss them. I miss like new things, but. It's the same with Community. You know, the first three seasons, can't beat that. Oh, love that show. Yeah. Oh, not a community fan? Oh, you there? Hello? What? What? 
<laughs> she asked if you were a community fan or not a community fan. Because I heard uh, all uh, the uh, silence. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I've only seen like one episode of Community and it was the D&D episode. I thought it was very amusing and I was like, I should watch the show and then have not proceeded to do so. Oh, okay. You know what you're doing tonight. You've got to get along Community. <laughs> community. <laughs> Miss Kristen, yeah. what is your spirit animal? Uh, oh. A Khajiit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably a cat. I I guess I do act like a cat in, in many respects. My boyfriend would say so. Where everything's uh, on your terms? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and, and, and the, like, when I want attention, gosh yep. dang it, give me attention. No, um, when I'm hungry, I make it very, very obvious that I'm hungry. And if you do not um, want the attention, just bugger off, pretty much. Yeah, isn't it? like yeah. <laughs> bad, bad things happen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, I, and you know, I like, I like napping. <laughs> <laughs> there are really so many parallels, really. Oh no, I can totally relate. What would be your worst habit? Oh, I grind my teeth at night, Ooh. and I think it's because, like, you know, just super stressed, yep. like. I have I have anxiety, like high anxiety, but also mixed with like depression. Like I had to deal with that for a while. And so like that just like accumulates into like at night grinding. I wake up in the morning and I my jaw is so sore. So like that's that's a bad habit that's gotta stop. Mouth guard. Can you yeah, I was about to say, yeah. can you get a mouth guard? Yeah. Yeah, I got one. It's uh like one of those you buy like the drugstore and it's so uncomfortable so I, I need to get a better one i think yeah I, I pay pay for a good one not the cheap one unfortunately if you were one of the legendary spice girls who would you be um i liked the spice girls growing up as in i was familiar with their songs and could sing a few but I cannot tell you the difference between any of them. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I'm walking out. <laughs> no! No longer best friend. No, no, you ruined it. Invent it was a your own friendship, spice short-lived. <laughs> my, my own spice. Larpy spice or girl. something. Larpy spice. <laughs> I can, can I just name it after my favorite spice? Sure. Okay. Don't. Cinnamon. I like okay. cinnamon. As long as you didn't say cinnamon pumpkin. Cinnamon spice. <laughs> Pumpkin has cinnamon in it. Oh yeah, it does. That's true. And and nutmeg and some other things. I think ginger. Probably pumpkin. Maybe. Maybe. I I don't know. Never know. <laughs> what was the last book you read? Mm. Oh golly gee whiz! Oh, uh, I've heard of that. The first. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first Witcher book, oh. which I can't remember the name of at the moment. But I, I just started that that series, and it's it's pretty good. Sweet. Is Geralt in that? Yeah, oh. yeah he's in it. Oh, cool. And also, uh, Yennefer. Right, right. And the and the Bard, who is probably my favorite. What's his face? And you know, finally, how awesome, how rockin', how totally cool is Tyrannogal? <laughs> Uh, so cool that I don't, 
I wouldn't even need a refrigerator if <laughs> she were around, I guess. I love it. <laughs> that was a journey. I, <laughs> I didn't have that one prepared at all. Yes, rapid fire. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Mr. Blair, suggestion section. Do you want to run that one? Because I'm joined No, no, today. I've done enough talking. No, no, oh, yeah, I've done enough talking. Okay. Go ahead. I don't have any suggestions. Uh, what would you like to do, Kristen? Do you want to... My go-to is Google Fuse. What, what's... What, what, what that? What? <laughs> what that? <laughs> what that? Maybe Words. that can be a new game. Yeah. What that? Um, okay, Ooh, do you know when you go America. to... America. <laughs> <laughs> When you go to Google and you start typing something and then it auto fills for you. Oh, yeah. So this is like Family Feud's version of that. So it'll, okay. it'll have the beginning of the sentence and it'll give the top 10 or so answers to what the autofill is. No, wait, yeah. I have a better idea. I have a better idea because, Kristen, we can make Blair sing with my idea. No, no, no. no so no, 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 we're going no, no, to grab a no. book. And no, no. you oh. have to read what's in the book, but sing it to the tune okay. of a well-known song, and we have to try and guess what that is. Oh, God, no. What, <laughs> what the song is? Yeah, so say if you're reading uh, um... a cooking recipe, and it's like, you know, put mushrooms in and a cup of spice or what. I, I don't know. I don't cook. But you sing what? it to the tune of a <laughs> singer song. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, okay. Well, let me just... I hate. Right. I have a book here. Let me just pause for a second. I will just go and get a book one second. Yeah. Oh, that's a dirty book. I'm gonna go for the dirty book. I forgot I owned oh, a dirty boy. book. Oh. Was it Fifty Shades of Grey? Uh, no, but you're not too far wrong. Something they've Twilight. something they've done on your favorite show, Tyrion. You remember the name of that show? Oh, the Vagina online Fantasy. show with Bonnie Burton and Felicia Day. <laughs> yeah, Vagina Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unfortunately, Tierlin has an issue saying vaginal. <laughs> she says vaginal all the time. It's just not oh, a word man. I use. It's not a word I use either, but I've heard it enough that I know. <laughs> okay, all right. I have a popular song. It was probably best known a year ago, and I'll sing the chorus. From an excerpt, an excerpt of uh, the lie tree. Okay. Sure enough, the black-haired Miss Hunter was walking crisply along the other side of the street, next to an older woman with dusty brown hair. Myrtle directed a charming smile towards the two women and dropped a small curtsy. Miss Hunter's eyes settled upon them. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I definitely know the beat. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Crap, what's it called? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that does not qualify for an answer. What is it? I just said that doesn't qualify for an answer. <laughs> oh. You just can't just sing the, the, the melody back at you? <laughs> that's, that's all I can do. I don't know. I, I'm screwed if we can't do that. Oh, no. But it's like so on the tip of my tongue. Sure enough, the black-haired Miss Hunter was walking crisply along the other side of the street next to an old woman with dusty brown hair. I can hear the guy's voice. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a guy. Here's a hint. It's a girl and a guy. 
gosh darn it there's two of them oh wait is it the one where it's like pink and the one yes and they're singing yes and it's like if we had only communicated yes things would be better yes. <laughs> you're much further than me right now by the way <laughs> Uh, all right, looking up pink song list right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, just give me a reason. Just a just little, a little bit. Yes, yeah. we did it. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> I played zero role in that one. Oh man, I don't gotta come up with a song still. What I want to do? Ah. <sighs> I have weird books. Not the Spice Girls, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, I think the harder part is like getting a song in my head, but like I feel like the lyrics are so important when I sing a song <laughs> that like this is gonna totally throw me off. But you could technically do an instrumental. You could do the Star Wars theme. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my idea! Damn you! <laughs> <laughs> Almost true, actually. Uh, okay. Well, let me just... Uh, I picked up my copy of Convergence Culture, Where Old and New Media Collide by Henry Jenkins. Because I'm in my office, and I have geeky media nonfiction books. Oh, I need to find a dirty scene if I'm going to read this book. Yeah, that would be way more entertaining, I'm sure. Yes. Sorry, go on. All right. So I've opened it up to uh, a article about Quentin Tarantino's Star Wars. Yep. <laughs> Fans take reassurance that Lucas and his cronies at least sometimes take a look at what fans have made and send them a crap, I don't even know, and blessing and... In fact, part of the... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I can do this. Is this the chorus? Uh, I'm gonna... Uh, the chorus? No, it's the verse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can do this. Okay. Wait, how does the chorus go? Maybe I need to pick a different song. <laughs> oh... Ask me to do karaoke and I'll do it. <laughs> this is hard. Fans take reassurance that Lucas and his cronies at least sometimes take a look at what fans have made and send them his blessing. In fact, part of the lure of participating in the official Star Wars Fan cinema competition is the fact that Lucas personally selects the winner from finalists identified by Adam's film, Chris Albrecht. No, that's good. That no, no, that's good. I, mean, I know, it, but I don't. Um, any hints? Um, I knew the beat when you were singing it, but I have no idea. It was still, it was still, it was a... Around the time of Spice Girls. Um, hmm. uh, boy singer. 
It's not the bye 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 song, is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the boy band. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. You said the boy yeah, the boy singer. I'm like, bye, oh. Bye, bye. oh, yeah. Oh, because that was in Scrubs. Because they were trying to bring that back. Yeah, gotta bring it back. Yeah. So that's my my, my ringtone. <laughs> So I guess Our if I said moving least. on, I can't get away with it. No. no. Oh. We did it. <sighs> okay, well, I didn't find anything too too graphic, but I found something. Okay. All right. This is an older song. This might even be older than Tirlin. In fact, it probably is. But it's a pretty famous song. It's from the 80s. I don't want to sleep with you, I said, when at last he freed my mouth. I did not <laughs> attend to sleep, Sassanach. He replied evenly, not just yet, reached the bed and set me carefully down on the rose petal quilt. <laughs> you know bloody well what I mean. I rolled into a meaning escape to the other side, but was stopped by a solid grip on my shoulder, flipping me back to face him. <laughs> God, I what what is this? Oh God, that was horrid. <laughs> it almost right. sounded like that high school musical song. We're all in this together. <laughs> <laughs> Lay her head back down. I rose to my knees, fist balled at my side, and shouted back oh, at him. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yay. Oh, good, good call. That was from Outlander, by the way. <laughs> so, wow. I was I was given the book Outlander um, for for Christmas one year. It's my dad's favorite series, apparently, and um, it, I was reading this, and it was the the fantasy in it is incredible, but it's got a lot of smut too. Like it's it's romance level novel level smut, and I'm like, I was not expecting this. <laughs> Like they were throbbing yeah, from things. Your dad. Oh yeah, they were throbbing things and heaving, and I'm like, oh, those are not words that I have in my books. <laughs> <laughs> but um, eh, well, there you go. You got uh, me to butcher a song. That was that was fun. That, that actually was a good suggestion. I like that suggestion. Yeah, I like that. All right, let's wrap this up, shall we? Kristen, where can people find you on the web? Uh, most people can find me on the Twitter. My handle is uh, O-Reallysunja. It's O-R-L-Y-S-U-N-J-A. Uh, and you can find me out on YouTube with the same handle. Or, you know, just look up my name on face on the, on the Facebook. On the Facebook. Um, yeah. I mean, th- those are really my main, my main spots, my main hangouts. All right, Terrilyn. Deep breath. TyrrellandPuxty.com for updates and stuff. Uh, Tis Thunder Twitter, TyrrellandPuxty YouTube, Um, Honey Roast, uh, if you're feeling a little bit down about yourself. Uh, Two weeks I will be walking the red carpet for my song nomination, so head over to my Facebook page, TyrrellandPuxty, and give it a like because I'm going to be live streaming from the event and that'll be really cool. Cool, cool. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I hope so. Like, you know, yeah, she's doing the red carpet and everything. That's so cool. Yeah, it's televised, which will be really, really cool. I'm in the top ten, so not that I'll win, but still, that's really, really cool and exciting. Um, I thought there was something coming up, but no, I think I'm pretty much finished for the year now. 
You got a bunch of books you're writing, including the third um, chapter of your Broken Dolls series. Oh, I'm never going to finish that one, yeah. You'll finish. Um, you have a deadline. You'll finish. <laughs> yeah. But no, I do have two books coming out next year, Down to Oath and Colt Harper, Esteemed Vampire Cat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I can't wait. It's a comedy <laughs> fantasy. I'm so excited That's for amazing. that one. <laughs> this week's alt pick for, uh, or this month's alt pick as well for Vaginal Fantasies is Tara Lynn Puxty's Broken Dolls. So if you want to read along with the ladies of Vaginal Fantasy, they will be discussing it, perhaps a little bit, perhaps at length. Um, we, we, we've been hearing that the uh, main pick for the month hasn't been doing so well, on at least on the Goodread forums. So um, maybe there'll be a few more of the ladies reading Tierland's book than, than would have been otherwise. So uh, give it a read. Uh, you can pick it up at Amazon. It's in a lot of Walmarts across the country. I guess. <laughs> country, yeah, whatever country and you're Barnes in. Barnes & Noble and all that. Uh, Barnes yeah. & Noble. Yeah, so the awesome. art, and art on it is absolutely outstanding. So that'll that'll jump out of you, if nothing else. Um, I will help out Mr. Joey, who you can find at Joey Couture with an underscore afterwards because somebody stole Joey Couture without the underscore, and, and he wants it one of these days. And he'll probably keep saying that until he finds it. <laughs> um, you can find him on YouTube uh, with uh, youtube.com slash Joey Couture, where you'll see... A bunch of the abridged series from Felicia Day's Twitch streaming, as well as the Human Anniversary videos. The latest one, obviously, was awesome. Kristen being one of the stars of video. It's pretty cool. Um, you can also find him on his website, joy-couture.com. He does a bunch of work for people, um, currently more so in the horror kind of industry right now, where he's doing... Uh, you know, some graphics for them for, for upcoming conventions and, and other such work along those lines. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting something here. I know he doesn't, uh, he talks a little bit more than what I post. Do you remember, do you, am I missing anything, Taylor, that you can think of? Don't think so, but if not, we'll put it in the little description thingy. We will definitely put it in the description thing. My name is Blair Beverage. You can find me on Twitter at Blair Beverage, at Webisode Watch, and at Hoopod on Twitch, which I stream 9 p.m. Fridays. Um, well, this will air after the recording of this, but usually Fridays I'll be record, uh, be on there at 9 p.m. Eastern. If I am not able to make it, I'll be letting you know via the Twitters. Uh, my baseball team is currently in the playoffs, so that may interfere with my Twitch streaming schedule. Um, sports ball! Sports ball! Uh, YouTube, you can find me. Uh, if you type in my name in the search, it's the easiest way to find me. I, I, it works for me. It doesn't work for anyone else. The slash Blair Beverage. But there will be a link in the description of the podcast that will point you to that page. I'm at 99 followers, guys. 99. Ooh, Let's so get close. you to 100. Get me there. Uh, I'm also in a little bit of a web show that you might have heard of called Basic Adventuring 101, where I play the Goblin Shamlin. Shamlin. Shaman. That's his real name. The, go the Goblin Shaman, who, who has no name. <laughs> he is the <laughs> Goblin Shaman. Um, and uh, you've heard a lot about it on this podcast because Kristen is our showrunner. So I want to thank Kristen for joining Ooh. us on this episode. This was awesome. Uh, Tierlin, again, thanks and a great job done. And uh, until next time, guys, we will see you soon. Take care. Yeehaw! America! <laughs> 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 Ooh, that's how I end. <laughs> <laughs>